And uh, we're, we're in a series this month on rhythms of life and different uh, things that we can take into this new year over the next month or two. Uh, and, so, uh, and so it's really interesting to be sustained in a world of confusion, hardship, and cruelty means to anchor ourselves in the eternal sources of hope and joy. One of the best ways we have to do that is to pray. To connect to God directly and immediately, opening our hearts to what might be and being honest about where we're at at the end know what we need. And so, so many of us feel um, pressured or out of balance or uh, there's so much to do within 24 hours and we just feel like we don't have enough time, we don't have enough patience. So we try to find fixes for this, either new gadgets to save us time, a new planner, um, going to the gym thinking that's gonna give us more energy, which I heard it does. <laughs> but at the same time, there are new cycles, right? There's uh, the wildfires in Australia. Um, our president getting impeached. Uh, so many, the tornadoes in Alabama, the earthquake that happened yesterday in Puerto Rico, even after uh, an uh, earthquake that happened before. Uh, horrible, horrible things. Um, the United Methodist Church deciding to split over LGBTQ issues. And so our Rhythm of Life series uh, this month hopefully can help us find some things and to put them into perspective. Um, as we start a new year, you will find peace when we prioritize these rhythms of life, which are uh, rest, connection, prayer, and service. Uh, that God has offered uh, to people generation to generation to generation um, in the midst of whatever life brings. Will you pray with me? God of wonder and God of, of history and, and God of, of personal stories like that of Tristan's, I thank you. Um, Lord, we thank you for uh, the word that you've deposited and uh, the word that you have put in scripture for us to to read uh, over and over and try to find nuggets of wisdom for our lives. Pray that your spirit would move and that you would uh, speak to me. Uh, in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, here's a, here's a, I have to preach on prayer, so here's an easy prayer. God is great. God is good. Let us thank him for our you, you're welcome. You all can leave now. That was my sermon on prayer. But, um, many of you know, my mom is from uh, Puerto Rico. My dad is from Mexico. Um, and we grew up praying. Uh, my mom uh, stayed at home, and so we would have dinner together as a family all the time. And my dad would pray uh, he sat at the head of the table, my, it was just like a beautiful Latino family at the table eating. Uh, but as we got older, uh, you know, we started moving from, um, out and um, a few years ago, I was with my, with my family, uh, they live in um, Puerto Rico and have time in Texas. Um, and my mom was in the kitchen, my dad wanted to eat and he wanted to hurry up, get this prayer over with, so that we can dig in. And he's like, Virginia, we gotta pray. And she was like, hold on. And he's like, ah. 
Virginia, we got to pray. My mom's like, you know what? I prayed for that food when I went to the store. I prayed for that food when I got home and when I was making it and when I was serving it. You're all good. I think she was a little angry. <laughs> but something inside of me um, like lit up. I could imagine my mom um, going to like Armitage Produce and picking up the green bananas and uh, saying, thank you, Lord, these are bigger than last week. Um, going by the, by the camisero and looking at the codfish and being like, woo, this is on sale. Save some money for my family. Um, and then getting that food home and uh, cooking it and cutting up the onions and thanking God for uh, Ginzu knives. I don't know. Um, and then finally serving that food on the table and um, just being grateful to God for the family and thank, thankful for God, to God for, for um, the, the, the kids and, and her husband, even, he, you know, even through times where they might argue um, and things like that, that she was grateful. And that was what my sanctified mind said at that moment. And so here, this is this uh, verse that we have today. It's kind of saying the same thing. Um, and so this, Paul was writing to the, the people of Thessalonica. Thessaloniki. Thank you. Um, he's been there. Uh, and, uh, it's a uh, uh, capital of Macedonia. And this is a province of Rome. And they were apparently wrote a letter to Paul uh, because they had this deep concern. And this is what they were concerned about. Jesus, before he resurrected, said, um, before I will come back, before any of your generations pass away. And so uh, Christian, the early Christian church, was expecting Jesus to come back quickly. And so everything was done in the mind of Jesus is coming back and none of us will perish. Uh, none of our generation will pass away before he comes back. But guess what? People started dying, and Jesus hadn't come back. So they were really nervous. Uh, nervous because if he's not back and my uncle died, what's going to happen to him? He's been faithful, and now he's dead, and Jesus isn't here. But he said he was coming. And I could imagine there's this group of people thinking that this guy is coming back, and they're think that this group of people, the early Christian church, was crazy, right? That they're like, he's coming back, he's coming back, but we all saw him crucified. And so they wrote this letter, and he's, and he, this is Paul's response to them. Um, and, and his response is to pray. And so the first thing that, um, that he says to them is to pray without ceasing, always in the spirit of gratitude. And so this is where I think I, I, uh, I understand my mom's prayer. And, and that is that in every single thing, we should be giving thanks. In every, um, every single circumstance, we should be giving thanks. And it should be continually. And it should be um, something that you know, takes practice, I think. Uh, because it is kind of difficult sometimes to find something and find something to be grateful for um, in our daily life, especially if we're supposed to be praying without ceasing. And so <clears throat> um, the, the next part of, of prayer 
that I think that uh, he was talking about. So it's first, uh, pray without uh, pray without ceasing, always giving thanks. And, and it says, do not quench the spirit. And so the quenching of the spirit, hear this word, um, feels like there's a, a, like a river of flowing water where the spirit is always moving. And so if you think of prayer as this living, living thing that, uh, that flows in us and through us and throughout the earth, um, then, and, and then you think of this great fire that starts building up. Um, and that is our prayer. I think um, I, I also grew up very um, charismatic, in a very charismatic church, and so we always thought of, of prayer as fire, and the fire is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I do like that analogy, because if here it's saying quench, quench meaning extinguish. So if here we're saying don't extinguish the spirit, don't extinguish it, and um, and so think of it like that, that there's this big fire that we're feeding from and that we're feeding um, and we're, we can quench it. We can quench it with our doubt. We can quench it with our anger sometimes. Um, <clears throat> we can quench it with so many things. And so I, I find that, you know, I get on, I try to get, I go through the day and I hate to say this, but since most of the time I work from home, in the morning I turn on CNN. Um, and then I go to Fox, because I want to know what my family's thinking. Um, <laughs> and so I go from Fox to CNN to Fox to CNN. And sometimes after a few hours, I'm so angry. I'm like really mad. Um, I'm mad, one, because my family's in Puerto Rico and they haven't even mentioned anything about an earthquake happening over there. That's been the biggest one in 100 years. But, um, so I'm angry about that. I'm angry that um, there's no tweets about that. Uh, I'm angry that, uh, you know about the killing of the Iranian uh, general. Just really mad. Um, but I'm, I'm those things happen. I think what I get angry at are, are, are people that I'm trying to have conversations with. But because my whole head has been filled with news cycle from one channel to another, and they're both different, and I'm trying to be like that, the holy guy that understands both sides. <laughs> but inside, I really want to just tell someone off um, or wish them harm. <laughs> As this being recorded. <laughs> um, but it's true, like, I want to quench and extinguish that fire of prayer um, with my hatred <laughs> um, and my deep, deep, deep desire for someone to, something to happen to them. And I might, it might not be a deep desire, but when someone else says it, I kind of smile. And that's just as bad I heard, Laura. And so, uh, and so those for me are the ways of quenching this spirit of prayer. Uh, and so, and then he continues. So give praise, continually think uh, with pray without ceasing. Don't quench the spirit. And uh, finally says, um, uh, and listen to your prophets. 
you know, so I, I think that people, your pastors that preach and, and have words are pre pretty good. Um, but you have to test those things. You kind of have to say, well, remember the prayer of Jabez? I do. It was this book about prayer. Um, he had to pray this prayer exactly how it said. And I remember our pastor uh, said this is a great thing, but I have ADHD. It's hard for me to, like, concentrate. And so I couldn't remember the prayer. Um, and it was, like, a only a couple of lines. So it wasn't a prayer that was very useful for me. Um, and so I think when it says to test all things here, to, to listen to your prophets, but to test all things, some of that testing is to test out what kind of prayers work best for you. And so it's not a thing where I could say, uh, this is the prayer that's going to get you to the place you need to be, but uh, that, that you test out different forms. But I am going to share a, a prayer that I... I feel like has worked for me the most. Um, it's been easy, the easiest way, uh, the easiest one for me to, to do, and that's the examine prayer. I'm not sure if you've, uh, any of you have done this uh, type of reflective prayer, but um, if you would do it with me today, that we can try it and see if it works for you. Uh, so if, if you're comfortable, uh, you can close your eyes. I'm gonna try to breathe. Uh, so let's take a deep breath together. Let it out. Uh, one more. Let it out. And here we're just going to think about um, a day. We're, let's think about uh, this yesterday um, and find things that you may have been grateful for uh, yesterday. Could have been um, a gift, uh, just a gift of another day as general and staff, uh, an event that happened. Um, something that uh, you did for someone else. Um, maybe it was courage uh, that you mustered uh, after such a long time. Maybe telling someone you liked them for the first time. And then normally I, I will go into uh, a time since we're gonna re review our day and, and, and I ask God, um, I just say, I'm going to review today and ask for light to know you and to know myself as you see me. And so as we review yesterday, what did you feel? Did you feel joy? Was there joy in your day yesterday? Was there something that troubled you? If there was, how did you, how did you react to this thing and or how did that challenge you? Did you pause yesterday? What caused that? When did you pause? What were you doing? As we review, you can see where did you see God through all of this? I meditate on all of the things that happened yesterday. Um, I look inside at my response. What is my response to God of life? Even through all of these things uh, that I experienced yesterday. 
we look towards the rest of the day today, what, what are you thinking of? Uh, what things are coming up uh, up for, for you? Um, and then this is the, the thing I really try to take away with, with from this reflection is with what spirit do I want to enter the next day? What spirit do I want to leave here with today? Can you open your eyes? So I try to do that um, at the end of the day, uh, just to see how was my day, what kind of things can I be grateful for, um, what kind of things um, set me off, um, either made me happy or made me angry or made me sad. And I try to uh, pay attention to my emotions throughout the day and what happened. And, um, and I just choose the one thing from it and pray pray from that part of it. And so, um, and then I look forward to tomorrow. So today, you know, um, yesterday was a pretty easy day, but there's been days where I just can't anymore with people. Uh, and, uh, and it's just been uh, kind of recent. And I think it's because I get on Facebook too much or I get on Twitter too much and I start reading things and um, I don't take time to appreciate other things because I'm so stuck in these in these cycles of anger. Um, and, and the last part that Paul does say uh, to them is to abstain from all forms of evil. Um, and I find that really interesting. Why would that little thing at the end be there after he's been talking about being gra gra uh, grateful and being thankful and, and praying without ceasing at all times? And I, I think I kind of understand it. I went to uh, uh, Puerto Rico two, two years ago. Um, two, uh, it's been two years since Hurricane Maria um, hit the island. And I, I've shared this story quite a few times, but you all know that my grandmother died uh, as a result of the storm. But then my father had a stroke trying to uh, get everything ready and you know clearing the roads and clearing the things in their house and getting their their roof fell and so they were running out of water uh, up there you have root water comes down uh, in rain and it goes through a purifying system and then goes back into your house if you don't have the roof to collect the water um, then you have no water and so um, they were in danger of the water running out and so I went there to help. And I could say that my first, uh, my first week there was horrifying. There was no electricity. There was um, no food. Like we would go to the stores and there'd be lines. Uh, you couldn't pay for anything. Uh, everything had to be cash because the banks didn't have electricity. And so in order to get cash, you had to get in these long lines because they had to do it by hand. Um, and so um, you would do one thing a day. So today might be we're going to go get gas because you have to line up forever to get gas. Um, you, you know, today might be we're going to go and see if they have chicken at the store because there was no food since they import so much of it. And so, um, and then on top of that, just um, I, I went there. They hadn't seen They haven't seen the news really, uh, so they didn't know what was going on. That stuff that we knew, and we knew what was happening on this side of uh, 
uh, with the government and things that I'm not getting aid there on time, things like that. And so uh, here I am uh, waiting in line with, with my mom. And you know, my mom is, uh, sometimes I think she, she's, um, she is always in a positive mood and I think it's so fake sometimes. <laughs> you know, because like, how can someone be so happy all the time? How can someone be like, eh? and I'm like, ah. And, um, and she was like this. Um, and I went to a church, and my heart was breaking because so many things were happening to them. Um, but after being there for over a month, um, I started getting it. I started getting it, and so I want to show you a video that I, I, I made on Thanksgiving. Uh, this was two years ago. Um, here, this is at, uh, at my parents' house. That's not where their house is. That <laughs> Bear with us. No problem. And so uh, you'll see where their house is. They live right on, on top of a mountain. And now the earthquakes, even though they're north of where the epicenter of the earth is, earthquake was, um, they left because their house, they built it overseeing a mountain. And so if that structure falls, the whole house will, will just lie down the mountain. Um, and so, and if you don't get it, that's, I can do a dance. <laughs> we did have a couch like this. <laughs> there, they had a tower, I think I've shared this before, they had a tower there, I, I uh, uploaded Grindr on my phone, so I could <laughs> finally meet people. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, Thank you. 
And if we think of this as a as a as a gift, oh, uh, laundry's done. <laughs> um, if you think of this, <laughs> thank God for laundry and dryers. Um, if we think of prayer as a gift um, and gratitude um, as a catalyst of this prayer, then our gratitude, meaning that it's a gift that's given. I did bring a gift that I was given. I have this on my dresser at home. Um, my daughter, uh, who drew this, she knows I love um, the Green Lantern, um, metaphorically. <laughs> um, but I love the Green Lantern. So she painted this for me when she was a teenager. Um, and then on the back wrote, in the brightest day, in the blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship all, all this might Beware my power, Green Lantern's light. And then she put, happy 44th birthday, Buffy. May God bless you with another 44 years. I'll be 88. <laughs> 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 so you can continue shining your light in the light of Christ. I love you. This was uh, something that um, I, I didn't deserve this. You know, I'm sure I, I messed up along the way and, and bringing her up, and um, but it's a gift nonetheless. And prayer, if we think of prayer in the same way, God, uh, of us giving gratitude, and that becomes that love is the, this love of gratitude to God. It's our human, human response to what God does for us. And so uh, as we continue, Praying without ceasing. Today, may you find uh, something to be grateful for uh, through the L or even through all the political stuff that's going on or family situations or tragedies throughout the world. That yes, those things are there, but let's continue to be grateful and continue to, to, to have this attitude of looking for the positive. Amen? Amen. Amen.